I am in a place where I'm needing the comfort of God. Like once that band-aid is ripped off and it's hurting a little bit and it's stinging and it's raw, I am in a place right now and maybe you are in a place right now when you're really just needing the love of God, where you're needing to feel and you're needing the, the confirmation of his word. So I, I think that this is where we're headed today because this is what God needs to show us. Um, if you're listening, um, I pray that today's episode blesses you and share this with someone else as well. Um, but today's episode title is actually going to be Recovering from the Work. to the Redefining You podcast. I'm your host, Lindria Wynn, and we are back for episode three of the Redefining You podcast, y'all. We're on to episode three. Thank you for all of you guys who are liking and subscribing and commenting and texting. I cannot tell you how much that means to me. Like, I really can't articulate or put it into words. And I know words, y'all, but thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, y'all. Y'all have no idea how much you guys mean to me. You guys are literally like fam bam. Um, I'm real casual today because I'm actually headed out to Dallas immediately after this, but there was no way that I was going to miss recording this episode because we're being what? Consistent. Look at me. Look at me. If you were um, following me on Instagram at quench underscore jury, by the way, um, I have told you that I'm going to be more consistent in my stories, and I have been, um, and I'm working on that, just being consistent, being honest and truthful with myself. If I can keep a promise to myself, who am I going to keep a promise to? I have a, I'm really good at keeping promises to other people, but y'all, we have to get better at being honest and truthful and consistent with ourselves. All right, so if you tuned into last podcast episode um, we were talking about being self-aware and the importance of that i got so much good feedback y'all were in the dms um y'all were in the stories replying y'all were texting me calling me all the things like i said you guys just affirmed me and just really just confirmed that this is the direction that we should be going um just trying to get better just trying to do better you know like we can't we can't stay stuck in mediocrity. Like we got to push forward. We got to be everything that God is calling us to because tomorrow isn't promised. Tomorrow isn't promised. And today, while we have the breath in our body, we're going to be what? <laughs> Great. We're going to do two things on this podcast, and that is grow and glow. And we are doing just that. We are doing the work. And if you know, um, if you're new to the self-awareness journey, like, if last podcast episode was the first time that you really sat with yourself and really tried to learn and explore those areas of you and you really took a minute to ask those questions, you may be like me and you're like trying to recover, literally trying to recover. Because when you expose the unfinished places and you expose the areas where you feel like God is still working and you don't really want to show that side of you, um, when the the raw place gets exposed to the air, like when you get a fresh cut, 
And the minute you take off that Band-Aid, there's like a little rush of air that kind of stings a little bit. That's that's exactly how it feels. And it's, it should be that way because growth is uncomfortable. Like if you ever got that little Charlie horse in the back of your leg when you were like a teenager or a preteen because you were going through a growth spurt, it's like that. It's like, ooh, that was uncomfortable. And then the next day, it seems like you woke up two inches taller. Yeah, it's like that. That's that's how we experience growth as well. Um, right when we're on the verge of something and we're on the cusp of something, God is getting ready to do the thing. That's when we, we that's when we're going to experience the most friction, y'all. Like that's when we really see the the enemy like mm -mm, don't go there. Don't touch that. Don't 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 move that. Don't do this. And the reason being is because he has he seeks to kill and to steal and destroy and to devour your very soul. And a part of that, a part of his wanting to do that, it he comes against any and everything that could push and propel you forward. God is purpose driven. He wants us. He wants to give us everything. I mean, think about this. He gave us Eden. Um, he didn't intend for us to struggle. Obviously, when sin entered into the world, we were, you know, all subject to it at this point. But it was never his initial intention for us to have to struggle. He wanted us to be like spoiled and privileged and heirs, which is what we are. Um, but yeah. That's not where we're going today. We're actually going to be diving into recovery, y'all, okay? And we are going to be diving into the manual, the Bible, y'all. And yes, I do have my physical Bible. For those of you who are listening to me um, via audio, I'm using my physical Bible. I'm gonna be reading from the New Living Translation version. And the reason that we're doing this today is because like I told y'all, like the work that it takes to be self-aware and especially when you're not expecting it, like you ever go somewhere and you talk to somebody like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. I was on a podcast um, a couple weeks ago uh, with my good friend Petra Pindar and we were just talking. We started somewhere, we ended completely left field and we both left feeling convicted, like it was very obvious that God needed to show us something and we needed to see something, but that was never our initial plan. We didn't, we didn't come, we didn't intend to get popped in the forehead, but here we are, here we are. So I am in a place where I'm needing the comfort of God. Like once that bandaid is ripped off and it's hurting a little bit and it's stinging and it's raw, I am in a place right now. And maybe you are in a place right now when you're really just needing the love of God where you're needing to feel and you're needing the, the confirmation of his word. So I, I think that this is where we're headed today because this is what God needs to show us. Um, if you're listening, um, I pray that today's episode blesses you and share this with someone else as well. Um, but today's episode title is actually going to be recovering from the work five points that we're going to go over and then we're going to move on into our redefining moment um but the first one is that we have to acknowledge that the work is necessary y'all we have to acknowledge that it's necessary i know it's uncomfortable and i know it hurts but we've got to acknowledge that it's necessary if we don't experience that friction and that discomfort we're not going to be pushed to a place where we will change all right 
It's one thing to know, but when you get to a place where what you know is no longer comfortable and you're no longer satisfied with what for where you are, that's when you change. It's not when you're comfortable. It's not in your comfort zone. Growth doesn't occur in the the comfort the comfortability of your your skill set or your of your life. It comes in the pushing and the pressing. Um, so we're going to be diving into the into the Word of God. We're going to be listen, um, looking at Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. And again, I am reading from the NLT, which is the New Living Translation version. Um, don't ask me how I'm getting to these scriptures so fast because they're all over. But my Bible is tabbed for those of you who want to know. It's a, it's a great way to get to where you need to go quickly. Um, but Philippians chapter 1. Verse six, it says, and I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Jesus Christ returns. Y'all, this scripture gave me so much comfort because it just talks about any any good work that God starts. He's faithful to finish that thing. I know a lot of times it feels like we can start something, it's especially me, if you struggle with consistency. I'm talking to you, boo. This this is for you. This is for us. This is for you. This is for you. Um, when you are struggling with something like consistency, where you may be a masterful starter, but you feel you feel like you lose motivation, um, it's become very clear to me that the thing that I'm I'm motivation is very very external. Um, the thing that we need to adopt is discipline. Obviously, and we're gonna get deeper into that. A little later in the podcast in the episode but you just got to trust that the good work the thing that he has called you to do the things that he is tugging on your heartstrings and he's clearly showing and sending confirmation that this is where you need to be and this is the direction that you should be taking trust him trust him in that work trust him that he is going to finish the work but you don't have to focus on being perfect he will do the perfecting he will do the perfecting. Trust him with that and believe that this is necessary. Point number two, we're going to move right along. Be gentle with yourself, y'all. Like, be gentle with yourself. So we're moving right on to Romans. Um, Romans chapter 8, verse 1. I'm sure y'all can hear the, the pages turning in the audio. So just know I'm really reading, um, but I want y'all to be able to go back and reference this for yourself. Be gentle with yourself, you guys. Um, I can't stress that enough because um, when we are, sometimes we're our biggest critics. We are our strongest and our worst critics. And we oftentimes, we expect perfection when Christ never expected us to be perfect because we were born into sin. After after a sin occurred in, in the Garden of Eden, essentially we were all sinners. So we, we were all underneath this covering of sin. And basically when he sent Jesus, we were all, you know, saved by grace, essentially. So we all get the privilege to live under grace. So be gentle with yourself. And the scripture that you can use to just kind of give yourself some peace is Romans chapter 8, verse 1. And it just says, so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ. Let me tell you something. I don't care how many times 
you've fallen. I don't care how many times you feel like you've been back in this place and you're in a cycle and you can't that you can't seem to break or genuinely this is how you've always been. You don't have to be that way always because remember, he's going to finish the work that he started. Once you see the area that needs to be improved and you're genuinely trusting God to help you through that, to grow through that, to grow you through that essentially, you can trust that he's going to finish it and don't allow guilt to creep in and really start to beat you down. Because again, we can be our own worst critics. There's no condemnation in him. It doesn't matter how many times you've fallen, you can get right back up again and get right back in the promise of God. Just trust him. Trust him. Trust him at his word. This verse for me has been a lifesaver as well. So I'm giving y'all some tips um, and some word that you can apply and chew on and meditate on in your daily lives that will help you. Um, number three, prioritize self-care and rest periods. All right. That's so important. Um, we hear all about like self-care Sunday, but genuinely that's a thing. When you are doing the good work of perfecting yourself, essentially, and trying to be the best version of yourself, there comes a time where you have to take a break and pamper yourself, your physical body, not just your spiritual body. Um, your physical body genuinely needs the, the self-care. You, you need to rest. You need to take a break. I was telling my mom this morning um, after I dropped my sons off that I feel like some days I've bit off more than I can chew. Like there's just some days I can't sleep because there's so many things that I know that I should be doing. And granted, we're all we're all graced with the same 24 hours in a day. But some days I feel like, girl, what are you doing? Girl, what have you done? What have you done? But I'm trusting God. And Exodus chapter 34 and verse 21. All right, so Exodus chapter 34, verse 21 reads, you have six days each week for your ordinary work, but on the seventh day, you must stop working, even during the seasons of plowing and harvest. What does that mean, y'all? Even in the middle of your busy season, even in the middle of your your process and your progress, even in the middle of your fitness journey, you have to establish periods of rest. You will work yourself to death, literally. You will burn yourself out. You will not be able to operate at your peak because you're drained physically, emotionally, mentally, all of that, that's a thing. You've gotta rest, guys. You've gotta give yourself grace. You've gotta give yourself those intermittent rest periods so that you can recover from this work because guys, it's hard. And anybody who sits there and tells you that is not, it's probably not working. So don't, don't sit there and, and don't give it too much merit. The, those folks is not doing the work. It, thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> I mean, if you're not doing the work, if you're genuinely not trying, if that's not what you're on right now, then thanks, but no thanks. I'm genuinely trying to get better. I'm genuinely trying to get to the get get closer to the Father, get into better relationship with the Father. 
fix my finances, get out of debt, whatever your it is, whatever the thing is that you're working on that was so evidently exposed last week that there's an area that's unfinished that you genuinely wish was, this is for you. And you've got to take periods of intermittent rest. I tell you what, when I check into the hotel tonight, um, I got to do some work, but I am intending to rest and watch some mindless TV. I'm going to put on my long tube socks. I'm going to get some good food and I'm going to mince. I'm going to shower, turn that shower on scalding and I'm going to rest and get some work done physically in my body. I'm, I am going to rest and be restored and renewed because I got to work tomorrow. I got to give and give and give and give tomorrow. And I'm going to be prepared to do that. I'm going to be prepared to do that because I am going to rest. You've got to give yourself intermittent rest periods, guys. Number four, implement processes. So you ever heard the, the, the saying to work smarter, not harder? That has so much biblical truth in it that it's frightening. That has so much biblical truth. There's God is a God of order. He's a God of order. And essentially, he wants us to be efficient. Efficiency just speaks to the order in, in the order in the ways that things should be done to get the maximum value from it, to get to, to get the most out of it. You're efficient with your time. You're efficient in your finances. Like budgeting makes you efficient. <laughs> you know, makes you efficient in your finances. All of that meal prepping makes you can make you efficient in your finances, but also in your health because it's portioned. And there's processes and there's systems, y'all. Like, don't shun the process. I was telling my mom again this morning that I am so much more productive when I have things in 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 order, like in linear order, like. This is first, this is second, this is third. Yes, it impacts, you know, my spontaneity. I like to be spontaneous. But at the end of the day, like in my everyday life, my best days are my most planned days. And I'm being so honest because God honors order. He honors order. Don't believe me? First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 40. Y'all get y'all some tabs because this thing will save your whole life. Order. Order. <laughs> All right. So 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 40. Yes, y'all. I, I needed to lick my fingers to get to the page because I didn't want to rip it. All right. Verse, verse 40 says, my goodness. Still stuck. Be sure, but be sure that everything is done properly and in order. Real, real, real simple, real sweet. If you ever need a, a, a reminder, God is a God of order. Adopt you some processes. Get you a planner. Put some apps in there that'll help you budget. Every dollar is clearly I'm not sponsored by them, but I'm using it right now. Um, and me and my husband, we're going to get this finance thing together down pat because we are going to honor God with our finances. We are tithers, we're givers, all the things he, he can trust us with his money, but can he trust us with more of our own? That's the question. That's, that's a growth moment. Y'all 
most people won't be honest and say, well, if, if the Lord opened up the floodgates and I became a multimillionaire overnight, would I be able to sustain that level of wealth? I'm going to be honest and say, nah, that's just me. And I'm going to say not right now because I'm going to speak prophetically that it will be so. And I'm going to do the work right now so that I can handle the wealth and the and the platform and steward over it well once it comes. All right. Number five and the very last one, get in community. God did not intend for us to live a life of isolation. Don't shy away from people because it's uncomfortable, because of pride, because you can't, you don't feel like you can trust people. Um, I, that's a real thing, y'all. Um, I understand that sharing and exposing areas of yourself can be really, really difficult because we all essentially want to have it together. We all want to pretend like we got it together. And the fact of the matter is we don't, we don't. And again, we don't have to, even though we want to so desperately, we don't have to have it all together. Look me in my eyes when I tell you we don't have to have it all together. God honors our heart and our desire to be better and to do better. And he will help us along the way. That's where the perfecting comes in. But you don't have to be perfect. And you need to get around some people who may not also be perfect. That's why, you know, it's important for you to find a ministry to get plugged into, even if it's virtual. Like nowadays, we don't have an excuse. You don't have to be in the physical house to be in the house. Get around some people. Join some life groups. Get in a book club. Whatever. Join a Bible study. Whatever it is. Get in community. Get around some people that's doing something, that's trying to do something. Go and attend some conferences, whatever it is. Get in community with like-minded individuals that can help support you through your growth journey, that can help pray you through your growth journey, that can be mentors, people that you can look to. Um, it's so important that when you're in your lowest place that you don't find people that are also in that low place the importance of mentors, I cannot stress enough. You need to find people that are either on the path to having that thing together, even if it's not perfect, that are on the path or at least a season or a, a season or two ahead of you, essentially. You want to have people who are a season or two ahead of you to help you along the way that you can glean from. No pride, no pride or, or anything of that nature. But you want to have no pride, okay? No pride when it comes to that. You want to be able to have people in your corner that are rooting for you and praying for you and cheering you on, all right? And to prove <laughs> that, again, this is in the word. Um, this is in the word. Um, Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17. And I'm going to make sure that I put the, for those of you that are watching on YouTube, I'm going to make sure that I bookmark or at least have the, the verses on the screen for you. So you'll be able to reference it um, and play this thing back. But Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17 reads, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Y'all. 
It's in the word. Like I'm not making this stuff up. A lot of the, a lot of the things that we hear in culture actually originate in faith. And what I'm not even gonna get on this tangent because we'll be here all day. But a lot of those things originate in faith. And essentially, we've taken it and we've turned it into something that obviously is not of God. But a lot of the things that we hear, like birds of a feather flock together, um, just different things like that, that, that a lot of that is rooted from a biblical standpoint. Um, get around some people that are sharp so that when you guys commune together and communicate and fellowship and you rub, essentially, you both become sharper. You both become sharper, all right? So five tips to help us recover from this work of doing and getting better. Like I know, I know deep in the core of us, we want to become and we wish that it wasn't such a process, but y'all it is. And I'm here to pray for you, to push you through your process. On to this week's redefining moment. So my baby, well, my big baby, um, I have two little ones, Caleb and Levi. Um, you guys have seen their pictures. If you follow me on Instagram or just in this first podcast, you saw pictures of my beautiful little boys. But my baby, um, my big boy, he was recently named the student of the month. Um, for the month of March, actually, for distributing or displaying, rather, self-control. For those of you who don't know, self-control is a fruit of the spirit. Um, so obviously, I'm like, you know what? Mom win. Yes, he's listening. Um, I try to do my best, like breaking down that word and helping him understand, you know, the, the Bible and the word and living and being a lover of God from his perspective at his level. And it's so special to me because the same way that I take time to, I guess, chop up the word into bite-sized pieces that he can understand. Like recently he asked me um, to tell him the story of the devil. And of course, I got confused immediately. I'm like, what do you mean? Like the story of the devil. And he's like, mom, you know, like the devil that, that you guys talk about, um, which they're listening, but the devil. So I'm like, Lucifer? Um, he's like, yeah. Um, so I told him about, you know, you know, God and his angels and, you know, Lucifer and his angels and that, that debacle in heaven and all that jazz. Um, and when I started to explain it to him, he got really interested. And at the very end of that thing, at the end of our conversation, I'll never forget, we were on our way to go get something to eat. It was Easter Sunday or Resurrection Sunday. And he's like, you know, but mom, I know that the enemy, um, he thought he was bad, but God, he's super bad. <laughs> he's super bad. And he, he can, he can, he can do anything. And he's super strong. He's stronger than any superhero ever. And I'm like, you are so right. You are so right. You are so right. And in that moment, I realized that the same way that a kid can see Superman or Batman or a character that they idolize, we should be able to really relate the two. It doesn't matter what we're going through. This, this is a moment of encouragement for you. It doesn't, 
There is no devil in hell that can stop the plan and the promises of God from prevailing. I want you to get bold in your faith for a minute and just say, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what that thing feels like. It don't matter what you got to say about it or how you feel because God's plan will prevail with or without you. Are you going to be in his will is the question. Are you going to be in his will? Are you going to let God be the superhero that he is? The hero of all heroes, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. Are you going to allow him to be that for you? We don't have to struggle, y'all. We don't have to suffer. We don't have to do this thing called life alone. Let him save you. Let him be your superhero. Let him be the answer to every question that you have. Let him be your bridge over every ounce of troubled water that you feel like you would drown in if you fell. Let him be that for you because he's ready to be y'all. He is ready to be that. He is ready to save you. He is ready to rescue you. And this isn't this isn't necessary. You can relate it to a lot of things when it comes to saving and rescuing. Yes, he saved he he saved us from sin and an eternal death, obviously, but he's also here in our everyday life. We don't have to do life without him. I'm in a place where if God ain't there, if he's not in it, I'm not really interested. I'm not interested in going to church just to say I went. If his spirit can't dwell there, if he's not invited, if he's not a part of this, I'm not necessarily interested. I I genuinely enjoy being able to integrate my faith in my everyday life. And just remember that even in those moments where you feel like you're about to drown, lift up your hands and lift up your head and the Savior is there to catch you. That's this week's redefining moment. All right, y'all. So episode three is in the books. Episode three is in the books. All right, y'all. We are going to jump off. I got to catch a flight, but thanks for tuning in. Do three things for me if you haven't already. Be sure to subscribe, like, comment, share with somebody. Well, that's four things. Let's count, Andrea. (laughs) But four things. Subscribe like, comment, share, and be sure to tune in for the very next episode. It's going to be great. We're going to be approaching a guest very soon. Y'all have an amazing, amazing day. Go out there and grow and glow. See ya.